Welcome to The Other Ministers, the podcast where the other ministers in your church who are not the lead pastor get to have a podcast uh, and get to talk and get to be heard. I still think <laughs> that's good. Like, when I tell people that, they laugh. Yeah. So, I, I mean... Yeah. I, yeah, oh yeah, I think it's a good concept. For that being something that, I mean, you really just kind of pulled out of your hat, right? Like, I mean... I don't know, unless you had been working shopping that in your brain for a long time before we started this. But no. like that as a tag is really good. Oh, yeah. As a way to say that, yeah, that, yeah, that like, kind of was off the cuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. good. Very good. Yeah. You do excellent work. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so welcome. I'm, I'm Joseph. I'm uh, a, a worship minister. Um, with me, as always, is Mitchell Dome. Yeah. Mitchell, what do you do? I, see, I don't know. I'm, it says associate <laughs> minister in on the website. So, I, I mean, that's what my email says, too. But that feels like a, I don't know, it, it could just be church background. Like, my first rich in church, like, if you're an associate minister, like, that's a like that's a high position. That's vice president. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I, I don't think that I'm there. But I do a lot of different things. So that's, that's true. I got that going for me. And Hank? also Hank mm-hmm. Taylor, the voice of the Lakeland Magic and our connections minister here. At the Lifelong learner, Life- is what I like to say. Wow. <laughs> we'll just add that to the, add that to the website. Um, so, yeah, several of the podcasts I listen to will have, like, as they're introducing uh, the hosts each week, kind of a, um, a almost like a liturgy or a litany of, okay. like, of how they do it. Like, I'm thinking about, um, you know, podcasts, uh, one in particular where the hosts will be like, you know, from because uh, they're they're recording from all over the country, yeah, so yeah. it'll be like from you know from Nashville, Tennessee, author, speaker, oh yeah, whatever, and then the name, and then they'll give mm-hmm. their greeting. Uh, maybe yeah. we can figure something like that out. Well, I we just j- have to figure out what we do. Yeah, well, I got one. I just cracked <laughs> the PGA Tour in in or in, in PGA Two K Twenty One. So mm-hmm. that was a big deal for me this weekend. I made it onto the tour. That's one, great. Got me nice. my first Corn Ferry okay. win. How did yeah? And did fake golfer, fake golfer, Mitchell Dome. Mitchell Dome. That's all right. And in, uh, in NBA 2K21, yeah, I have uh, cracked 82 in my overall. Wow! So, uh, Did that that came out this week, like Friday? Yeah, or last, last week. week. Sorry, last yeah. Week, yeah. Give me last your week. what's your score? One to ten. Uh, for the game, yeah, it's low right now. Oh no, mm. it's low. It's Man, low. They always work out bugs. We talked about this last year too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They Do always they... they always have some bugs. Uh, right now, there's like shooting mechanics that are really, really yeah. weird. People are having a lot of trouble blowing wide open layups. And yeah, like, you oh. just shouldn't miss those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, be and realistic then, here. Then they supposedly tried to patch it, but then went, I guess, too far the other direction oh, to where now, now you're making everything. Any, yeah, where now you're making everything, mm-hmm. and so they're trying to I think, get it back to the middle. Do they have the same issue with that game that that they had? Because I'm assuming it's EA. EA Sports. Not 2K. It's, it's 2K. Oh, 2K Sports. Okay. Yeah. So do they have the same issue that like EA seems to have with Madden every year? All I hear every year is how excited people are for Madden and then how terrible Madden is. So here's the issue. And this is the issue I fight with people because I buy Madden every year. I pre-order mm-hmm. it. Ever since I was like, like eight, I've had every single Madden. Yeah. So the game's the same, right? Like we're playing football. The mechanics are the same. Sometimes they get a little different with like tackling, stuff like that. Like they've engineered it well as well, things have progressed. Like I remember when they added the quarterback vision. And they, oh, like, yeah. They add different elements little like Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. But it's the same game. Like yeah. you're, you're getting the basic same thing. So when people are like, it's the same game as last year. We just different names i'm like well yeah yeah it, they're playing so football is the still. nfl like yeah the, like, NFL the game has the same hasn't game changed with different names yeah. so I, I this year's madden wasn't as impressive as it should be they're not making they're doing a ton of like downloadable content changes so like you have your own little my player now and you can yeah. like put you know different jerseys and dress them a certain way for you know as long as you pay for the game content like the in-game currency like stuff mm. like that so it's that Fortnite stuff that you see just bleeding into all different areas. Sure. But instead of investing into like franchise mode, the things that people actually play, they're investing into that, which has made people angry. In 2K, wow. there's just things that are, I mean, exactly the same. And yeah. have been the same for a few years. Sure. That they just don't change. And then they'll hype it up like, oh, we're going to redo the neighborhood, which is like the online hub where like your my player can go and like yeah. you pick up games and stuff. And that. Like they reskinned it this year, which is nice, but they did it in a bad way. Yeah, interesting. Like it just shouldn't. And there's like instead of being last year was in all like a big rectangle with all the courts in the middle. So if you were loading into it and you loaded in close to the middle, you're yeah. like near the courts and then around the like you sort of learn your way around this neighborhood and you know like mm. it's like a big rectangle and yeah, so you yeah. can move around. But now there's like alleys and streets and it's you get <laughs> I need lost a map yeah I, st- I still need a map i still get lost and all the courts are on one end 
Yeah. And so it, you, you have to like to get anywhere, you've got to like run all the way to one side. But to and me, all the way back. It's just like music. It's like television. It's like everything. Like I want you to do the thing that I fell in love with, but I don't want you to do it the exact same way. But if you change things too much, I'll complain. Like so. There's really I'm no sighing, balance. I'm like, sighing because you're describing church. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, right. yeah, that's another way to do it. Everybody yeah, falls yeah. in love with their church yeah. the way it was when they started going uh-huh. there. That's why they fell in love with it. That's why they yep. go there. And then, you know, times change, music changes, people move away. Yep. People and get and people get upset and leave, and so then it's like, well, this is not the same church it was exactly. 15 years ago. We and just like, need to yeah. go back to the way it was. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> But oh boy, fun right. sidebar! Wow, yeah, fun that was a good. In- I didn't think we were yeah. introing with Madden 2K and then somehow <laughs> turning that into uh, church. disgruntled yeah. church members. Wow, yeah. we're yeah. getting Listen, good. Listen, when it's your life, uh, it all it all comes back oh, to it yeah. at some point. I'm not sure that's healthy, but it's that is not. that is the way. It's it a good is. party trick, though. You yeah. start in conversation. We went to a uh, like probably the first thing that I would actually call like a like formal like not formal but like a get together of people. So mm-hmm. it was a puppy party I went to this weekend. Which, Interesting. Yeah, somebody, uh, one of our friends got a puppy. Like at a dog park kind of thing? No, no, or? no, it was at somebody's house. Okay. So they invited, you know, like four or five, you know, like group, like our little friend group over, there's like 10 of us, to a puppy party. Okay. So they got a puppy and we threw a party. But Were like, other dogs invited? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got gifts. I mean, we got gifts for said puppy. It was a full-on thing. But I say all that to say that it's so interesting having conversations with people, and then you're like, that's just like church. And then you're like, yeah. oh, no, I just have a problem. Was I, the just, <laughs> I just think of everything in that way. You guys are normal. I'm not. Was the dog invited and you were the guest of the dog, or were you invited oh, and then the dog is your guest? That is a fantastic. So I was invited. Dog was my guest, but that would have been way better yeah. if they would have sent the, the letter to my dog. <laughs> you receive and, mail at your house. Yes, and your, your dog. You get two. plus two humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two. <laughs> are your chauffeurs? Are they sticking around? Yeah, but we did. It was it was weird. I mean, it was fun. It was a great time. But they did like uh, dog themed games. So like, you know, obstacle courses, best in show, a doggy paddle race, gotcha. like stuff like that, where you're like, oh, you really thought this hot dogs is what we did. Ate. They, now, is it like a little kid's party where they made sure that the dog won best in show? Who's no, party no, it was? no. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. The humans did that. Oh, okay. We did those games. Our dogs really, they, they didn't have much fun at the party. Oh, I assume. Yeah, okay. yeah. They just kind of sat there. But yeah, yeah, no. They gave us. So it was a pretty decent idea. They gave us masks. So the idea of Best in Show was I was supposed to make your face look like a dog's face like by drawing on the mask, but you were wearing the mask while I was drawing on you. Oh. So like it was very well sounds thought uncomfortable. out. It was, yeah. but it's fun, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. Well, um, that's that sounds good, which is a good transition into our first segment of the podcast called... Tell me oh. something good. Still haven't gotten flagged for this. Well, right. Hey, man, we'll run it until the government shuts us down, baby. I do not understand the flagging process. Our church services, uh, we have four seconds of audio that get flagged by a TV station in Malaysia every week. Mm. Well, you stop stealing their content, Joe, and then every they wouldn't week. flag you, okay? It's crazy. <laughs> Anyways, tell me something good. We like to, uh, to kick off each podcast with um, just a little bit of good news, a little bit of, of uh, fun stuff that's happening, stuff that's making us happy. So let's, uh, Mitchell, why don't we start with you? Well, I mean, what's making me happy currently is football's back. Um, I mean, my, so I was, I was raised with a single parent. So it was just my, me, my dad, and my sister. My father was a huge football fan. So that's how, like, I related to so many different people was through sports. And, like, he had a fantasy football league with his friends that they were all close with. And they had been doing it for, like, you know, since, like, the early 90s when they were, like, busting it out on paper. Uh, so that's what I started with my friend group, and then we've had that going for a long time, which you introduced me as the commissioner of the MFL for the first one. Mm-hmm. So we're back in full swing. You know, I had some yeah. people over on uh, Sunday afternoon. We watched football games together, you know, and the chat's all up, and it's it's really cool. Like, you know, fully outside of sports, all of that stuff, just the idea that there are so many people that I see maybe once, twice a year, and they're both fantasy-related things. Like, you know, good friends from high school or from back home. Like, that's why I do it, and that's what's important. So yeah. that's back in full effect. So we're, I'm talking with all those people, and it's it's great. It's a good group of people. That's awesome. Well, and that means that you're back onto, you know, now you're a double podcast kind of guy. I am, yeah. The, the MFL, I told Joe, I was like, man, I got to do my first week review podcast after this. <laughs> yeah. Week one, man, who's in trouble? It's time to hit the panic button. I have a button. I have a sound effect. It's called a panic button. And then nice. I hit it. Yeah, it's fun. It's, I'm I, ready? In trouble? 
Oh, no, we're talking about fantasy teams. Oh. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I don't do for real football analysis. It would be a oh. terrible podcast for anybody <laughs> outside of my league to who's listen to. Because, yeah. yeah, they'd be like, well, who's Adam? Like, you know, but yeah. but Adam, you're in trouble, bro. He you better watch out, man. I don't, know if you're, I don't know if you listen to this one, but don't listen to my football podcast. You ain't going to like it. Um, if I'm being totally honest, I have been – I probably have not been this ambivalent about the start of football season since the early 90s. Wow. It's your SAT word for the day, ambivalent. Yeah, ambivalent. No, that's good. Um, and it, and it's, it's not that I'm not interested in football because football is still – football is like my number three okay. in terms of sports I care about. It's baseball and golf. Oh, wow. Um, oh. And, then, and then football. And football and golf, I, I have flipped – you know, US a lot Open this over weekend. the years. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was so distraught about baseball and potentially not having baseball. Yeah. That, like, oh, yeah. All of the, like, all of the, the care and the interest that I would normally put into a football offseason. Yeah. And, and which is not even a huge amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was just all pointed at baseball and mm-hmm. then when baseball was back it was all like 50 50 excitement that baseball was back and fear that it was going to go away again oh because yeah it would be a huge COVID outbreak you're just and holding just on shut to the it. whole thing down precious so I've moments been, i've been so locked in with baseball this year i literally uh saturday or th- uh, thursday of last week um when the first NFL game was, I was yeah. watching our local news yeah and they said we'll have the first game of the season on uh tonight and i was like are you Oh, what? what? That's okay. happening? Oh, wow. All right. Hey, good for you, NFL. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, without the preseason and like, yeah, I mean, that kind of acts like yeah. a little bit of a it buffer. And it's like a signaler. It's like, like ah, hey, it's we're here. Up. Yeah. But it was just like all of a sudden. Yeah. There was no there. warning signs yeah. on the road. There was just a sharp yeah. left turn. Start all of a sudden, all of a sudden the Falcons are bad again. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah, they got and it. the Dolphins too. Don't worry. Well, you yeah. know, two a time. It's going to happen eventually. It's going to happen eventually. Um. All right. Well, that is that is good. A little bit of a little bit of normal. A little bit of a little bit of fun yeah. stuff. Hank, what about you, man? What's good? Uh, what's good is uh, we had a baptism this week. Yeah, it was cool. Um, which yeah. was cool and that. a little unexpected. Um, it was uh, it was awesome to be able to uh, baptize. It's a it's a girl in our church mm-hmm. from a family. Our church named Sam. Um, but what was particularly exciting about it for me was that she used to work for us and our food service team. Yeah. Back in the day, not long after I had first started here. Um and has uh and you didn't know that I don't think so yeah 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 she, uh, when we yeah, were she here she worked to, there. yeah she used to work for us and uh you know it didn't you know she didn't stay with us for very long mm-hmm. but um it just means a lot that she in 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 that season of her life where she's you know looking for baptism and thinking about that and wanted to take that step that she remembered us yeah yeah and you know, remembered us fondly enough to you know reach out to patty and, and set that up so definitely and it, it uh, seemed like it was something i mean she did like it was the first time i've ever seen one on instagram live right uh, was that she, a, she, well she recorded it oh, okay she I did it acted, for instagram yeah i oh, did okay. the baptism i just acted out like like it was for instagram. yeah that was it that was yeah. an interesting like moment for me like watching her do this, but she gave like a monologue about it and like all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, shared a little like, bit of her testimony. So yeah, it was, cool. it was very cool. Yeah. You know, I mean, awesome, awesome. Yeah, I, I, I think when I first started here, I thought our kitchen was just catering. Yeah, and so I, I don't like I never, I never like went down there much. Such a weird statement for someone who doesn't know our church. <laughs> That's true. Like, How big are they? That's they just true. got rooms. They don't or kitchens. They don't go into. Yeah, for yeah. for anybody listening <laughs> yeah. to this who's not That's a part very of our misleading. church, we um, yeah we we have a large building. We're not we're not in in some places we would be considered a very large church, yes. and in some places we would not be considered at all a very large church. But we do have a large building, and uh, so we have a we have a kitchen. It's like certified yeah. for catering, and um, we at times in the past have tried to operate it as a restaurant, as like a which little is, side stream and, and community outreach and stuff. I think what you said was perfect because depending on where you're at, like you'd be like, oh, you work at a mega church, or you're like, oh, yeah. oh you got a nice little church there. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. so sometimes so I'll talk to people and they're like, whoa, that's a big operation. And you're like, mm-hmm. and then you talk to other people and you're like, oh, you guys have well, 10,000. Coming. Oh, yeah. wow. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that, yeah. Baptism's always good, man. Yeah. That is. Yeah, definitely. That is. Um, for me, I was at a conference this past week, off and on. I say off and on because it was local. It was here in Orlando. I know. And so, it's the lamest part um, of living in Orlando. 
Yeah, it we're we're in that spot. We're we're in what would be like the golden zone if you were moving away to go to college. Okay. Because we're like an hour away from from resorts and convention yeah. centers and uh-huh. that kind of stuff. And if if you were moving away to college, that's like a pretty optimal distance. Okay. Because it's far enough away, you have to live there. Yep. But close enough that you can come home and mm. get some home cooking and that kind of stuff. Yeah. That was a big factor in my decision for southeastern from deland i mean yeah it was about 90 minutes yeah, on yeah. a good day yep. you know about two quick hours trip. max yeah, yeah, yeah quick trip i can get home if i need to mm-hmm. but lived on campus lived down there close mm-hmm. to a lot of fun stuff i mean it was good yeah so yeah so living here and going to a conference that's in orlando you go well this is great it's local mm-hmm. so we don't have to pay to have a room at the hotel yeah. where the convention center is but then it means you have a 45 minute to an hour long drive each way every yes, day that's what i was gonna say you're just close enough to where you're gonna drive an hour to get there and back yep and then yep. there's also to me a fun like side especially when it comes to like conferences or things like that where you're like oh i get to also explore this city like you know what i mean like if we go to you know wherever charlotte or atlanta and you're like oh hey i could go poke around here you know yeah I want to poke around Orlando. Orlando's not fun. Sorry. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I haven't spent enough time in Orlando proper to really know. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know the the bread and butter for Orlando is tourism. Yeah, and so it's it's resorts, it's theme parks, it's um, I guess it's stuff that falls in between there somewhere. Yeah, and I like Orlando. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, but it's it's not it's not nearly as fun to live at as it is to vacation to because, like you said, you go down there and you're at a resort and then you're going to theme parks and stuff like that. You're not just like walking around downtown. So walk around downtown, you're like, oh, there's some bars, there's some restaurants, some stuff like that. But it's pretty short. It's a very small little area that you yeah. get that, you know, to where with, you know, larger cities or not even larger, like same size city somewhere else. It's more centralized downtown. So you're like, oh, there's a ton of stuff to do. But yeah. 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 Well, so we were uh, I, I took uh, I took Nick, uh, who's, who's on staff with us doing doing tech and, and some other stuff. Uh, it's, uh, it's called the Experience Conference. It's a worship conference. And uh, it's just, it's great um, every year. I mean, it really is. And um, this is the fourth year that I've been. Um, It's great for worship people because it's easy to, it's easy to to be doing the job and realize like, oh, it's been, you know, months and months since I just attended a service somewhere, you know, and and wasn't a part of, of, I mean, you guys experienced the same thing with with what you do. Because when you go on vacation and you're not here on a Sunday, you're like, oh, so the one Sunday that I don't have to go to church, I go to church somewhere else. So it's kind of weird. And especially if we're like visiting family or if we're going someplace where I'm like, oh yeah, I, I know like, you know what, maybe that's kind of bad, but like I know somebody on staff there or I know who's preaches there. Like I'll go check in on them, like that kind of deal. Mm-hmm. I'll go. But if we're just on vacation, like, you know, we went to Savannah last year, I think. And like we woke up, oh, and we were in Miami on a Sunday too. And like Sunday morning, our friends were like, oh, you want to go to, um, it was it Vows, Vaz, Vu, Vu. Yeah. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, I don't want to go to church on Sunday, yeah. which is terrible. Like I, <laughs> a well, terrible thing to put on the internet, but like, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, like I, I wake yeah. up early every single Sunday morning to go to church. So I, it, it's tough to muster up that, you know, one or two Sundays off. I have a year to go. Yeah. Sure. I want to go to church. So it, you yeah. can find yourself going long periods of time without ever like. Definitely. Going. Definitely. Yeah. So to, to be there and to and to be to be able to just worship a little bit and then you know, each each session is each of the main sessions is sort of built around some this year they added in more fun stuff. Like they had some comedians who came. Uh there was one nice. <laughs> there was one day uh where we uh there there was a ventriloquist. And so I, I texted my wife and I was like, so there's there's a ventriloquist. And uh, I, she and I had been looking over the the, the speakers and the artists and all yeah. that stuff. And so she was like, is that that lady you were reading to me about? And I said, yeah. And then I said, um, she's really good. Like okay. really, really yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. But she's also a ventriloquist. Yeah, so, sure. You know, and it's just not my thing. But so they, but they, made, they made the effort to add in some fun stuff like that. And then there's, there's the worship component where uh, every year at this conference that, you know, they bring in artists from all over the place yeah. um, that you've heard of, like um, Hillsong uh, United, uh, Red Rocks Worship came a couple years ago, Elevation. Mm. Um, this year, um, what are their names? Carrie Job and Cody Carnes. Yeah. 
the um, hip who people. are There's a lot of hip people. Well, here. just people who are yeah, writing yeah, yeah. the songs that we're all singing oh, in for church. Sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they, they bring in those people, and it's and it's just a big draw. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, any kind of conference like that, you're you're also doing breakout sessions, and yep. to me, that's where a lot of the the really useful stuff is. Sure, because you get the opportunity to to have conversations in in a little more of a, a smallish environment. I feel like with breakout sessions at a conference, there's very little like in between for me. It's either hijacked by one person, and you're just like, okay, like you're gonna ask like really, really, really like basic, yeah. like or even like off topic questions, and you're just like. Uh, or the other way, and you're like, "Wow, that was extremely useful." And I got like three pages of notes. I've I've, I've only experienced the two extremes. I never get one that I'm like, "I got well, a page of notes out of that." It was okay. The the third extreme uh, is, and this is probably not much of a thing at like youth conferences or whatever, but the third extreme is people who run a business, okay, and are teaching a breakout. Sure. Based on what they do, and yep. it ends up being a sales pitch oh, yeah. for their business. Yeah, the whole absolutely. Time. I forgot about that one too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The that sales pitch one. That's when you get those like the North American and stuff like that. Yeah. Or what's it called now? We went to it last Spire. year. Spire. Spire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That one. Nick said this year was a rough year for tech breakouts. Yeah. Because just, there are so many people out there who are streaming for oh, the very gosh, first yeah. time. Yeah. He said I would like imagine. the 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 question. He he said the same thing. Like the the first question that was asked, and he would go. Oh, I'm not going to get anything out of this. Yep. Um, he, he said one speaker was talking about um, cameras and frame rates and white balance and color temperature on yeah. the white and all this. And he said literally somebody in the back, uh, older gentleman, kind of raised his hand and was just like, now how do I get the video into my computer to send it out to the internet? <laughs> See, and it's like, oh, okay, that is the end of all useful information yeah. for somebody who already knows how to do yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Know? For and people who are brand, brand new to it, that was probably a great breakout. For Nick, who put our whole video yeah. thing together, it was not. And that's what, it, to yeah. me, it's hard to, tough to speculate because obviously I'm not there, but like it, it, I always go one of two ways. Like, okay, was this the conference fault? Did you not like adequately provide like beginner breakouts? Or is this the yeah. person's fault where they're like, well, I'm no beginner. Yeah. And I know the, what a camera is. Yeah, I'm not a beginner. Come on, red button. You press <laughs> it, it records. You know, so like, it, you know, it, it can go either way there. But sometimes when, you know, because you want like, especially right now, you're just like, oh, bless your heart, man. You're like, yeah. yeah, let me show you. You like, know, hey, like everybody's streaming. And for a lot of people, they've never done this before. Necessity. March of this year. Yeah. I mean, you got to do your thing. Yeah. So that that's my good being at a conference. Um, it's always good just to get away a little bit, you know. Yeah, even oh, if definitely. It's, even if it's just driving down and back for the day. Um, let, you know what? Let's let's talk about conferences mm. a little bit because we um, little little behind the scenes. We we normally uh, before the day of have some idea of what we want to yeah, talk yeah, yeah. about, and that we had to have a little powwow this morning uh, just to go like, hey, what what do you guys want to talk about? And this we were just sharing our something good. Uh, a little bit, and this idea of conferences came up, and uh, I think yielded some some fruit yeah. in terms of of the thing. And I, I think maybe the way to frame it is um, like specifically Christian conferences, because yeah. I, I don't really have much I've experience never to, of yeah. conferences or all conventions of my in, in any kind of industry or something. Are Christian, all yeah. of my fun conference or personal conferences are also Christian conferences. I've yeah, never been to like yeah. a you know what? What's a real estate conference like? I'm sure those are very useful. Like you know, what I mean, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so the the other assumption is that probably a lot of people who will listen to this have not spent a lot of time at Christian conferences, um, perhaps like a marriage conference here and there, or something yeah. like that. But specifically ministry oriented conferences, okay, yeah, like yeah. like a worship conference, yeah. or like if you're in youth ministry, you go to a CIY yep. or what do they call it now? Move. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's the high school. Um, their 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 summer conference thing. Um, so like, are they good? Are they beneficial? Pros cons. What's so it, I think what's it for, like for an outsider, it would it may, it might be difficult to understand why they're bad. True. You know what I mean. Yeah. So maybe that that should be where we start. Yeah. Because I so I grew up in Christian camping. That was my my foray into all like forms of, of like I guess vocational ministry. I started working at a Christian camp, uh, and I attended like CIY, other very large like. Uh, and it was always funny to me because there was some like like I went to IYC and CIY. Now what is IYC? I'm not familiar. International with that. Youth Conference. 
right? I don't know. I Y C. Yeah, I'm on it. <laughs> that checks out. Uh, that's the so I went. I grew up in the first Church of God. So that's the that's the first Church of God one, and that one's huge. Okay. That's like it is. I mean, it's international, as they say. But the, like, I remember the first year I was there. Uh, it was when Louis Giglio's Indescribable was like the thing he was doing. Okay. So he did that whole like talk one night and like I was the like, stars and whales. Yeah. Thing that, okay. And I was like, gotcha. Oh my gosh, like this isn't like, this is great. And like Chris Tomlin led worship and like all that stuff. And then you go to CIY and CIY is a little bit more like down home, I guess scale, like, you know, much smaller in comparison to having, I would say it's a little, it's a little more inside baseball. Yeah, exactly. Like it's yeah, it's yeah, kind yeah. of this, yeah. this particular non-denominational denomination, and people who are a part of that. Yeah. It is yeah. the International Youth Convention of the Church of God, better yeah. known as IYC. Yep. So I, I've gone to those ones as a kid. I've gone to those as a leader. And my big issue with conferences in general was they they really give you that that mountaintop moment, right? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where you're there and Louis Giglio is speaking and Chris Tomlin is leading worship. And you're like, this is all so great. And they, you know, they have hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of lights and equipment. And they're creating this moment out of, sh- you know, show. Like, I mean, I don't know another way to put sure. it. Like, you know what sure. I mean? Um, and that in itself isn't necessarily realistic for what faith is, right? Like, well, sure. so yeah. with, especially with young people and kids, showing them that the mountaintop is in fact the mountaintop, like, you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to stay here forever. So what I found, right. especially with students, is that they get to that mountaintop moment and then they leave and they come down really hard because they realize, oh, yeah. this this isn't what this is. And with what I started with, that's my foray in Christian camping, because for us, especially at the camp I worked at, we were very, very much so relationship-based. So it, it wasn't huge name speakers. It was local speakers, local band, mm-hmm. local tech. So it was it never looked like something that I couldn't recreate at my youth group. Sure. And it allowed us to talk more than anything else. So instead of Lou Giglio you know, being the biggest speaker, metaphor like I was. I did most of the teaching with my students. Um, and I'm not saying that that's better because, of course, I'm not as good as Louis Giglio, but like it allowed it to where I was able to like really increase the relationship. The kids got to know me. And then when we went back home to youth group, there was no missing beat. They were like, yep, same thing. So yeah. we're building this relationship with Christ rather than just having this mountaintop moment. And then you're like, and now I got to find some way to balance that out. So yeah. that was always one of my biggest issues with those conferences. And then also um, my other big thing was like, if I go through my life, so I met my wife at camp, my best friends, both of them, three of them, all of them met at camp. And then like probably another five or 10 lifelong friends were all made at camp and we all were from different areas of the state. That's so, weird, Joe. I didn't meet Mitchell at camp. Did you? Oh, I mean, I didn't. No, we're clearly excluded from yeah, Mitchell's best friends. Oh, yeah. yeah. In, the, in, the, in the logic of this story. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we uh, I mean, we do have, we have podcasts together. We work together. I mean, you see me more than any of them, if that's anything for you. Well, that's, I, I guess that's yeah, I mean, true. That's true. Uh, that's true. But long story short, like I wouldn't have met those people without that. And when you go to sure. conferences, it's your group. Like the whole time you're staying with your, you know, whatever mm-hmm. the 20 kids that you brought and they stay within each other. Well, at camp, you're you're dropping them off into this little ecosystem where they're meeting all of these other kids from different parts of the states with different perspectives and all that stuff. So I always thought that was so hugely beneficial for my students to be able to meet other kids in situations like them who weren't in the same bubble they were. So they could go, oh, your problems are the same as my problems. So this isn't like a, I just need to get out of this town or if only my family made more money or any of that things. And they find that through peer interaction. Sure. Not something you necessarily get very often with, the, the conference style things. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so like, I mean, you guys, the, the mountaintop thing was always the big one for me. Did, did you grow up in youth group? Uh, no, ish. not really. Ish. Not really. Very ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how, Hank, how many people did you know from your youth group who at various camps and conferences and retreats would like rededicate their life? Oh, multiple, multiple times. Oh, every time. Gosh. Every time. Yeah. You can probably picture the same people like crying on the last night. Oh, at yeah. The big, at the big evening worship service. Yeah. Yeah. I, one, one year I was running a week of middle school camp um, at, back at the, the camp we were at in South Carolina. And I literally, I overheard this group of girls. Asking each like literally, one girl actually said to the others, "Are, are you guys going to cry Thursday night?" Oh yeah, yeah. It can't. And I was like, 
what? Staff meeting. We're doing the Thursday night altar call tonight. Yeah. We are not doing it Thursday night. Exactly. And I'm not trying to say, (laughs) and granted, there are differences between like camps and conferences, but they're very similar. Like it's the same basic ideas we're talking about. So I wasn't advocating for one over the other, but yes, just like that. You have every year we go to camp, love my kids. I can name the five that are going to rededicate. Like Mm -hmm. every time I'm like, I know you. You're going to have a conversation about wanting to get baptized again. And I've got to tell you that the baptism isn't the thing that's going to solve all your problems. Like, yeah. that's the hugest issue I have, especially, granted, I'm not trying to get into like a long theological conversation, but when it comes to rebaptism, I'm always like, okay, what problems are you looking to solve through this? Why did you think you, that, you know, you got baptized, something in your life didn't go as you planned, and now you think, if I could just get baptized again, that would fix the thing. Well, yeah. no, we need to change attitude. We need to change behavior. We need to start thinking about God and life and all of this differently. Like just, you know, giving you a mountaintop moment isn't going to change those things. So right. I think with the conferences and with the camps and all those things, we become highly dependent on mountaintop moments to go, you know, just basically sustain us through our faith relationship. And that's, that's not what this is about. Yeah. Right. I can see, like, for me, like the mountaintop moments, I mean, that's part of what set my trajectory like to be here sure. for this. And so okay. I think there's some there's some good that comes out of that. But I think if you're ha- if you're constantly introducing these mountaintop yeah. moments, especially when you're a student and at a young impressionable age mm-hmm. and, you know, emotionally, mentally, you're yeah. still figuring out, you know, who you are and what you're experiencing and what you're doing, like I I can see how the mountaintop moments can you know, yeah. really sort of, you know, maybe not be as, as beneficial. Mm-hmm. What they really probably are looking for is sort of like what you mentioned, like stability. Yeah. You want to be able to, you know, form those relationships, have consistent people mm-hmm. in, in your life. Um, and when I think back to, you know, my time working on World Changers, granted, now we're introducing a third thing, short-term yeah. missions, short-term mission strip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, There's uh, a lot of similarities there, too. Yeah, a lot, we could have a lot of similarities there, too. Yeah. And I, I can think back to, you know, projects that I was a part of and projects we, we ran. I mean, we weren't, br- we weren't bringing in anybody crazy. We kept those groups, you know, that were going to do a whole project, small intentionally, um, you know, and just really tried to keep it, you know, Simple yeah. and straightforward, just so that we're not, you know, going to set. I mean, and granted, people would still manage to have spiritual mountaintop moments yeah. in those times, anyways. And that's but. what. And I'm not trying to poo-poo that. Like, you know, I mean, we all have them. Those are something that is good, you know. But I guess my biggest fear with them, and, and probably one of the biggest issues I have with conference, is those are they come off a little bit disingenuous to me because they are created. Like, you know, they're created through lights. They're they're created through the sound. They're created through the music. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, all of those things, which always leads me to, and maybe it's just the skepticism inside my heart, which is something maybe I need to analyze myself. But, like, there's a lot of times that I'm like, oh, I don't know about that one. You know, so I I have those. But that goes into the probably the biggest, the heart of all this question is, you you know, what's genuine and what is manufactured? And, you know, how do you balance those two things? Yeah. Because as much as we can all say, like, yeah, I want this really genuine experience. Yeah, well, genuine experiences come with a lot of hiccups and issues into them. <laughs> that That's going to make you go, well, did they just figure that they were doing worship out today? Like, you know, did they not have this plan? Why didn't they do this or do that? Well, and a great, a great example of exactly what you're talking about is the experience conference. So th- this is my fourth year, and this is the third of four years where there's been something that could have and maybe should have canceled the conference. Okay. So th- the first year I was here, um, the-, the conference is always the week after Labor Day. And that year, uh, Hurricane Irma was coming, and it was oh, the slowest Irma. hurricane in the yep. history of the universe. They were expecting it to hit initially Thursday or Friday. Yep. The conference runs Tuesday night through Friday morning. Mm-hmm. So they were like, we might have to end the conference early. And then even like the last day, like we didn't go on the last day because it was like the hurricane's supposed to hit Saturday. Yep. So let's take Friday and be prepared for the hurricane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then 2018, everything was fine. 2019, I think it was Hurricane Dorian was headed this way. And Saturday before the conference, the Orlando airport said, we're shutting down. Yep. And so the conference was like, well, most of our people fly in, Mm -hmm. so we're going to have to cancel the conference. They Mm -hmm. officially canceled it. And then um, 
the airport was like, oh, our bad. No, we're, we're back open. Yeah, yeah. So then the conference JK. was like, well, that was oh my goodness, that was a tough hurricane to read. It like, was. We we weren't sure what that was going to oh, be yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and no, I mean, nobody did the wrong thing here. But the conference people, the experienced people, were like, listen, we we had a bunch of people who were already in town. We had a bunch of people who had plane tickets. That now that the airport's open, yeah, they're they going, they're going to yeah. come. And um, so they were like, we're going to do whatever we can yeah. for the conference. They officially like transferred everybody's registration to this year. Mm. So basically anybody who came last year, number one, got the conference for free. Nice. Um, number two, all of the artists canceled mm-hmm. when they closed. So like, I forget who was supposed to be here, a, bu- a bunch of big worship names. Yeah. And only one of them was able to still come or mm. was willing to still come. And so there was one big name artist um, because of the storm. Also, a lot of the production value was gone. Mm-hmm. Like they they had a very basic stage. They had one screen instead of like multiple LED yeah, walls. Oh, yeah. They had just one screen that was donated by uh, a company here in Orlando. Their front lighting for the stage was mm-hmm. literally two. I don't know if anybody knows what a source four is, but it was two, oh, yeah. two source fours. Um, and they were literally plugged into the same extension cord. Oh. And then when it was time for, for the service to start, the lighting guy plugged that extension cord into the you wall. You gotta love it. Like it was so lo-fi. There were no backing tracks. There were no clicks. They had floor wedges. Um, they scrapped together whatever band and tech they could from mm-hmm. people who were already in town or, or were here local. And the whole thing, I it was by far of the four years I've been, last year was the best. Interesting. And I think it was in some part because of the genuineness of it like yeah. you're talking about there was no there was almost no polish mm-hmm. because everything was kind of thrown together literally session to session it was we're not sure what's going to happen for the next session here's what we think yeah we'll let you know if something changes and um the 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 people who who still came there was just there was a, a real sense that it was not about the names of the people who were on stage, yeah. but it was more about that experience of of being able to worship together, of not being the ones having to do everything. Mm. And so, um, like the, the year before that, I had a buddy who uh, his he came and brought some of his team in 2017. I reached out to him and asked him if he was coming in 2018, and he was like, "Oh no, man, the lineup's not as good as it was last year." Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "So." And I'm like, this is a good dude. He's a friend of mine. Um, but I was like, is that is that really what matters? Yeah. Like, is it, I'm going to go to this conference because there's these worship artists that I really want to yeah. see in person. It's like, well, why? Like, what yeah. are you getting out of that that you're not getting out of Spotify? And, I mean, we are all, I mean, I'm, well, okay, I, mean, I can't speak for both of you guys, but I, I definitely do that too. And, you yeah. know, I would be lying if I said I haven't. Or I've gone to the conference and been like, all right, well, we got to go get lunch. Uh, we'll skip session two because I don't recognize any of those names. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so I, and yep. not leaving the, you know, even place for those people to impress me or those place to get, you know, people to give me a mountaintop mumble just because I'm ruling them out just because I'm like, well, I don't really know who they are. Yeah. You're like, hey, they don't have a new book. Wait a second. Yeah. They don't pastor a huge church. Uh-huh. Right. They don't sell millions of albums. Well, nobody sells millions of albums anymore. Yeah. They don't have millions of streams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but right. yeah. Yeah. It's such a an interesting place to be in because like even like I said, you know, when we were talking about this earlier, there's I remember my home church. I remember what worship was like there. I I worked at a really small church. I remember what worship was like there and it was I mean, it was nothing but genuine because it was just a couple people like, you yep. know, doing it. But when I go back to those places or I go back to other small churches and you hear somebody singing off key or the bassist misses a note or stuff like that, you're just like, yikes. What y'all doing up there? Like, yeah, you, know, you had enough time to practice today. Like, you know. Yeah. So I, I want genuine, but actually I want show. You know, so I, yeah. I, I don't know what the middle ground is, or, or where you find that sweet spot of like, okay, is it all right? Hey guys, band, we need to get out there and practice, but you guys can only practice for an hour because if we do two hours, then you're gonna be too good. Like, you know, we need one hour of practice and yeah. n- Nick tough, up top miss a couple lighting cues for us. Like, <laughs> it's a tough, it's definitely a tough balance. I mean, I think that like, I mean, I work in pro sports and when you think about like pro sports environments or you go to like athletic event from a presentation standpoint, I mean, that's all show. 
and you want mm. that to be good. And I mean, there's reasons that you want, I mean, you want things to be excellent yeah. because you're going to, you want to, you know, engage people. You want to bring people back. You want to, you know, put out the best product yeah. you can in the, in the arena, in the stadium, on TV. Sure. And, and I mean, if it was more genuine, then it wouldn't make for good TV. You, people would have a bad experience yeah. in, in the stands. So it's definitely tough. I mean, I, I've, I, and I, something I know I struggle with to, to sit there and say, you know, we want to be able to put on, you know, something yes. that's a good show. I mean, I, I, and to be excellent in that way, I think is, you know, a good thing to do. Sure. It shows that you're a good steward uh-huh. of your talents and yep. your time. Absolutely. And if we were rolling resources. off the, out of bed on Sunday morning and just stumbling in, it, we would, that would be very bad. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a tough, it's a tough spot. And I'm like, you know, I don't know what the middle ground I is. I wonder if this is my line and this is a pet peeve and I just could just be a pet peeve. But like when you listen to worship bands practicing and the singer, worship leader, whoever, background person on the mic is doing like the ad libs, practicing them. Yes, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Lord. Like, you know what I mean? And you're like... Okay, like it doesn't, you know. Honest, there, there are there are memes about that on the worship leaders group. Oh, I, that's got to be a Facebook. thing. Good, like, good, like good. When, that bothers um, everybody. Good. When when Lion and the Lamb was like a big big uh-huh. song that everybody was doing all the time. There's a I think it's the Leland recording where in between the repeat of the first and second bridge he goes yeah. sing it over your battles. Yep. Those so things like, exactly. You can see you you can go find church live streams where they're singing that exact line that exact way. Sure. And it's like that was that was that dude ad-libbing in the moment. That's not yes, part of the this lyrics very of the song. Genuine thing, right? Like we talk about yeah. being genuine, like that's what it is. And when you're ad-libbing in the middle of the song, or even you explain this moment, I don't want to steal your thunder here, but like where you look back and you go, Hey, actually we're gonna do it. Can we run this song instead? Or like things like that. Like <laughs> I really feel this on my heart. Like you want that, right? Like I, I want to see people doing that. And it, Joe, if you did that on a Sunday morning, I'd be like, Wow, you know, that must really be on his heart. But when you play that song and everybody struggles through it, I'd be like, what a bad decision, Joe. You knew they didn't know how to play. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, it, yeah. it, it's such a weird middle ground. But yeah, well, the ad libs get me. It's, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know many people who would say that they don't want their worship leader, or their worship team to be like in in the spirit, in the sense of like, if, if, if I was leading and I just felt overwhelmingly like God was going, hey, in, in this moment right now in this place, the song you have on the sheet is not the song. Yeah. Like you need to do this other song instead. The 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 other side of that is the people who will say, and I typically fall into this camp, who will go, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit can work before Sunday morning too. Exactly. So like yeah, that's as, what I was gonna say. Like as we're you... praying through a service, uh-huh. as we're planning, I mean we we plan songs uh, usually a month out. Yeah. So it's you know, we're we're praying, I'm praying as we're as we're choosing stuff. Um, but that doesn't exclude the possibility that something's going to like sure, absolutely. something can go super crazy in somebody's mm-hmm. life on Saturday. Yeah. And then they're there on Sunday and God's like, you need to minister to this person yeah. right now with this it, thing. It takes me back to when, when I did World Changers, mm-hmm. short term missions, we yeah. did a service sort of that was, I think, counter to like the like the last week service that or the last yeah, yeah. night of the week service uh-huh. where everybody gets emotional and certainly it was an emotional service but it was i mean the most stripped down service we wouldn't put any person on stage yeah. we would do um we would put the worship leader in the back of the room or backstage and have that we would have the stage totally empty and do like mm-hmm. guided prayers and scripture yeah, readings cool. and songs Very cool. you know through that just as a way to you know if you're going to have an emotional moment we want yeah. it to be because you you had an emotional you moment. had an emotional moment yeah. we didn't lead you to that yeah. so we yeah. took it took everything else away we, to get yeah. to that point and i mean that is that and, and those were some of the most impactful you know, thinking back in my student experience mm-hmm. and, you know, being a student growing up, and I went to those as a student yeah. and got a chance to, you know, work the other side of it too. But those are some of the most like formative moments Absolutely. and the most authentic moments too. Yeah. And, it, and I think it just goes to show again, like you're saying, like we would spend a lot of time planning those out. I mean, we would go into it with, hey, here's the prayer we're going to go through, the mm-hmm. questions we're going to ask, here's the scriptures we're going to do. Sure, yeah. But always, always leaving it just a little bit open just in case, you know, we feel the, you know, we feel the spirit moving us to mm-hmm. go a certain direction with it or to, you know, pray pray mm-hmm. this over this particular group yeah. depending on, you know, the experiences that we've had with them in this week. Yeah. I remember we had um, 
unfortunately, we had a, an older guy come who died during our during our project. It wow. died during oh, wow. that. And that changed a lot of how we appro- went into that yeah. night. We weren't going to do the same <laughs> I hope so. exact thing anymore. <laughs> like, so, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, it's, you know, planning with the Holy Spirit in mind, but, you know, giving, giving room yeah. and having that discernment. Well, and that's one yeah. of the things I really enjoy about our service here is that there is a, usually a long, quiet, not quiet, but very ambient response time. Where That's we're intentional moment intentional. of response. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, hey, this is the time where, you know, it, it's on you. If you're going to sit here, you know, whatever, you want to sit there and be quiet for, you know, four or five minutes, like, like that's fine too. But if you're somebody who's, you know, really feeling, you know, emotion, you feel God speaking to you, take a couple minutes, be quiet and dig into that and see what the Spirit's going to, see, sure. what, you know, where this, where this path is going, but not going, okay, well... Seth ended on these words, you know what I mean? He said water, so we're going to make these water elements, and we're going to tell people what they need to be thinking. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It, it's just that... No, it's it's, it's important for us to go... Uh, the, the phrase that I like to use, and we, we haven't adopted this as like our corporate language, but the phrase that I like to use is we, we give people an opportunity to do business with God. Oh, yeah. So it's like that's that's the moment where if if something is said during the message, if there's a part of a song that's been sticking with yeah. you, something grab you there, and you need to confess something or ask forgiveness or um, you know make make an impassioned plea to God for mm-hmm. some kind of change uh, in your life or in your circumstances or or you know wh- whatever it is like to to have just a few moments, a few minutes in the service where you can do that. Um, I think is vital, yeah. and that's—I mean—that's something I've, I've really championed since I've been here. Because otherwise, people people go through the whole service going, "I need to think more about that yeah. when I get home." Absolutely. And then on the way home, you never give them a space life, to think. Life about goes it. Yeah. crazy, and it's right out of their mind. And, I, and yeah, I think my bigger pet peeve with it really comes into youth programming and, and stuff like that, where they go, uh, "We don't we don't let these." You tell them what to think, because if you let them wander, their mind's going to go different places, and they're not—you know—they're going to just be absent throughout the rest of the service. But you're like, "No, man, let these kids," you know. Dig into it themselves and let them build a relationship and a faith that is theirs, not, you know, their parents, not their youth leader, not mm-hmm. the guy who spoke that night, you know, sure. or the girl who spoke that night, you know, like something that is just more and more authentic and genuine and personal to them. Word. Yeah, word. It's uh, 152, Joe. I know you're... That's uh, a, yeah, we I have a little bit of a deadline built I have a hard out in a few minutes here. Um, do, do we need to... Wrap. Do we need to have like a wrap up thought for this conversation about conferences? I mean, we've ranged all over. We're talking about camps and conferences and celebrity culture and I, I genuineness think, and authenticity versus yeah. production and slickness and paying attention mm. to those. And I think it is one of the big things to me. If you're someone who finds yourself going to church, you know, week in and week out, okay, well, pay attention to what your spiritual needs are. Are those being met at the place that you're in? As far as like, are they giving you time to response? Do you feel like the worship is genuine? Like, you know what I mean? Sure. Or are you just here because this band is the one that sounds the best? Yeah. Or is this something that you're actually getting into? It, yeah. And it, I mean, if we're, if we're couching it as like suggestions for people, I, I would say like, pay attention to what you notice. Yeah. Notice what you notice. Mm-hmm. Like if something jumps out at you, go, okay, this jumped out at me. Number one, why did it jump yep. out at me? Number two, does it matter at all? Yep. Because we get, we get, every church goes through this. Uh, but you know, we, we get comments from people about something that's a production oriented mm-hmm. thing. Yes. And listen, I care about the production value. I, Absolutely. Our, our value is we're going to do the very best we can do with what we have. That's what I tell people when they, people come like yeah. where they have suggestions or things like that or complaints about everything. I'm like, guys, you understand no one cares more about this than us. Yeah. Like we, this is my life. Like, you know what I mean? Of course yeah. I'm going to care if you think something is wrong, but also you have to understand if you want the lights dimmer or more bright, like it's not something that we're like, you know what? We're going to put them at a 30% because I'm feeling about 30% today. Like, no, it's something that's thought out and it's calculated. Yeah. And, well, know. and, and also something that ultimately doesn't matter at all. Oh, sure. Like yeah. I, I was going to use lights as an example oh, where, where people are like, oh, you know, I was, I was watching the live stream and, uh, there was a little bit of a shadow under Seth's eyes. It was really distracting. Like, Really? That was, was it really distracting? Yeah. It was so important that you couldn't listen to what he was saying, yeah. that he had a slight shadow under his eye because of the placement of the lights. Okay, buddy, oh, that's fine. It's mindfulness. Like, <laughs> and actually, fun fact, guys, maybe even a place to end. Uh, to add to my uh, list of things, uh, we could put uh, PGA 2K21 Pro Golfer. I'm also a mindfulness practitioner. I took Add that, it to your bio. Yeah, I took that certification course like two or three years ago. On, oh, nice. Um, 
what's that website? Umidy. Umidy? I have no like idea. I, I didn't know. I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I mindfulness that. meditation is a thing. I didn't know being certified was a thing. Oh, I'm certified. I'm also a certified <laughs> life coach. You better be careful saying that right here because I'm going to get you to do a mindfulness life group. Uh, they would be we'll talk super after. hippie. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk after. <laughs> I mean, but I, the, other th- the last thing I would just add is, you know, um, and maybe it's just, you know, uh, something to keep in mind as you, you know, participate in, in your church environment or you participate in, in what you've gone through, you know, what you're going through, you know, there's so many different churches out there that do church so many different ways. And just because it's not what you're used to or what yeah. you're accustomed to, sure. or, you know, you're able to make it genuine for yourself in that moment. If you give yourself the ability to, you know, not hold on to those things so tight, those yes. things that you're used to, um, but just allow God to even speak yeah. through, you know, a different element or a different flow of service or be able to speak yeah. through, um, you know, a different environment or a different, mm-hmm. you know, something something yeah. different about the service, yeah. whatever it is. The the opportunity for it to mean something genuine ultimately is going to stop with you. Yep. So go into every opportunity and, and every situation with an open mind and just say, you know, Lord, here I am. What do you have to say to me today? Absolutely. That's and, a big one, too. Yeah. What, do you, yeah. what do you have to say for me? Not, not what do I need to hear? What do I want to hear? Or I guess what do I need to hear, not what do I want to hear? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. 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 Just hold on loosely, but don't let go. If you hold on too tightly, you're going to lose control. Amen, brother. Amen. 38 special. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. Isn't that 38 special? That is 38 special, yeah. Yeah. Nice. And what a way to end. What a way to end. All right. That's going to do it for today's episode. Uh, of the other ministers, um, I, I don't. I feel like I should thank people for their time if they've yeah. made it this far into the podcast. Please, thanks. No, people <laughs> are pushing. Where are we, we pushing right people now? People out there, hey, tell your friends. We're at fifty minutes. Tell your friends. We see you out there. I there mean, you go. we yeah. see the listens. It's growing. So yeah, yeah. it's awesome. Thank subscribe you guys for listening. On, Just keep sharing it out there. Yeah. Subscribe on on Apple Podcasts or wherever you uh, uh, listen to podcasts. Follow us on Spotify. Um, we should. I had this thought too. We should. Um, create an email address probably should so that there's a lot can, of things that so we, we can start thinking about we can start kind of communicating with people like, it'd be fun to have like us. listener questions and stuff yeah yeah I'll do maybe let's do us. let's do i don't want to say it because somebody will grab it before we get a chance to do oh, it yeah. if i say it on here well, we can um, set it up through a foundry c email and we'll just do it on office oh. they can't take it at all maybe all so, right so maybe the other ministers at the foundry c.org something like that tom mm. Yeah, Tom, Tom at the foundry. Tom. That's that's good. That's actually how I label all of our tracks yeah. before they go out. It's Tom. This will be Tom six. There you go. Tom there you six. go. Episode six. Uh, what did we decide to call it? Conventional thinking. Yeah, conventional. Conventional thinking. thinking. <laughs> what a working good. All right. Uh, well, as we said, uh, that'll do it for the other ministers. I'm Joe. I'm Hank. And I'm Mitchell. And y'all have a good day. I'm gonna let's do some disco. Thank you.